Hello, and welcome to 16 Candlekeeps, the place where the 80s pass their death saves. Hello! Yeah. Hello. <laughs> um, as with last, the week before last, um, we're, we're down on Liam because uh, Liam is very busy at the moment. Um, Hi, Liam. We love he him dearly. <laughs> He'll be Hi. listening in editing form and probably listening to see, like, what did I save myself from? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, um, uh, we just have our fine two ladies here who will be uh, our players for this evening, um, or this afternoon, or this morning, whenever you listen to podcasts. Welcome. Um, apologies for last week that there wasn't an episode. We uh, we we um, took a, a brief week to sort out the Christmas special, which you'll be hearing now. Um, so Merry Christmas! <laughs> Yay! Happy Christmas! And a Happy New Year! <laughs> it, is, it is the 24th of November, according to the release date. <laughs> We're exactly a month early. Yeah. <laughs> Happy are Christmas! There, are there any things that you ladies would like to shout out or anything like that? Uh, happy uh, Thanksgiving for those that, that yes. celebrate it. Mm. Happy Thanksgiving! Because that, that's around that time, I think. The 24th. It is. Yeah, I think it's back in the, like the last week of November. It's either the 24th or the 26th or something. I really should know this for someone that worked in the States for three years. Thursday <laughs> the 25th. It's tomorrow. Happy it's Thanksgiving tomorrow. for tomorrow. Have a great Thanksgiving. And yes. also, stay away from the shops because everyone's going to hurt themselves uh, yeah. in the next day too. Yeah. <laughs> it's also that terrible, terrible Friday. Yes. Um, mm. Which I've already taken advantage of buying the Humblewood series um, for D and D. So if you see that come up in our games later, sorry. Um, anyway, um, yes, um, I will. Sh uh, anything for your, for yourself, Emma, to shout out at all? No, no, nothing for me. Nothing. Cool. Yep. D didn't didn't want to jump uh, jump over the the chance to advertise your uh, your fundraising thing, um, which we have done previously. Um, we not... do. We, we always advertise the fundraising thing. Not we can um, we can continue to advertise the fundraising thing. Yeah. Hey, what is, what is the um, new dates that you're looking at, Emma? Yeah, so it's it's in May next year because I should be going next Wednesday, or rather, I should be going today because that's the day this episode comes out. Mm. But it has been uh, rearranged to next May um, because politics and COVID. So um, I will be going to Peru in May to trek the Inca Trail and um, raise lots of money for the hospice that looked after my dad last year. So if you have spare pennies, which is a really bad thing to ask this time of year because nobody has spare money, um, you can go to justgiving.com forward slash uh, Banff 84 and donate there and it's wonderful and thank you yeah lovely there we go um as usual please go and check out um you will either be listening to this on our podcast or you'll be seeing this through the youtube videos put up by our lovely mr bingle bang bang please go ahead and check out bingle's other stuff um i hope touch wood and not setting him up to do anything um this week that we're recording um crimson row came out or crimson vow excuse me uh, for magic the gathering so i'm hoping to see a load of vampire stuff coming out of his uh, youtube stuff later 
not putting any pressure on him whatsoever. He's probably doing something important, like his wedding or something. But Crimson say definitely wedding planning and crafting from the conversations. <laughs> it's it's wedding themed. It's a Magic the Gathering wedding for vampires. It helps. I'm helping him. <laughs> Content uh, anyway. Um, and also check out if he does have the time around now. Obviously, I won't uh, suggest any dates because I can't guarantee the the poor lad has the time. But please, if he does pop up in your your um, your notes and stuff like that on Twitter and all that, check out the Bingle Bang Bang on Twitch, uh, where he does his uh, it does his lovely streams. Um, and also, I do streams at Grimnir Singebeard. Um, if you want to come over there and see, currently there's another D and D game I run. Uh, for Emma, who's doing a one-woman run through Descent into Avernus at the moment. Yes. You're mad. Because she's mental. I know. It's, it's crazy. I nearly died when we did it yesterday. Yes. It was, sorry, last week. It was terrifying. <laughs> time is wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. Tomorrow, I, know, I don't know where we are. Tomorrow she tries something else. Anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah. Tomorrow you, I may die again. If you fancy coming and looking into that, um, it's currently uh, an experiment that I wanted to try and Emma has uh, very thankfully uh, helped me with. I wanted to see what would happen if, because a lot of games, uh, when especially the books, are written for four or four to six people to play, so how does one person in a very like novel of the the lone wolf leading the charge and all that, how does that work? Yeah. <laughs> but in the, na the narrative structure of that inside the game of D&D. I, I, yeah, it was just me being a, a bit of a writer nerd and wanting to play around with that in a D&D &D setting. Anyway, that's enough of that nonsense. Let's talk some Christmassy nonsense. Um, <laughs> I don't want to do Christmas. Um, so, I gave the ladies a choice of two games. You're going to hear the choice they made. <laughs> I regret giving them the choice. <laughs> um... We will be using uh, this evening uh, some character sheets that work these myself into my own way of how we've written them, but these are predominantly using information that was found by uh, a train heartnet um, on um, on Reddit. If you uh, if you listen or if you know train heartnet or whoever they are, thank you for helping in your own little way uh, by posting a thing five or six years ago that I read and went that helps me plan what I wanted to do. Anyway. Aww. Lovely. So, for yourselves, ladies, we'll be running in the world of Cordelia, so you don't have to worry about a new, um, a new place to play. Um, and we will be playing in the winter that has just passed before the year you are currently playing in Campaign Two. So, it is a cold and dark winter evening as the winds howl and snow falls as he loads. Sirenscape's great soundscape, Icy Wonderland, Icy Winterland. Um, find more at sirenscape.com. Um, there we go. Perfect. Um, so, it is a cold and dark winter evening as the winds howl and snow blurs the sight of those unfortunate to be travelling or without shelter. The barrel lands of Cordelia, with its hillocks and bursts of tree lines, looks like a recently iced cake, swathed with snow covering every everything beyond discernible dis, discernible detail. Ugh, Stephen was writing an alliteration of it. Um, on the outskirts of a large city on the border of the barrel lands and the dusk mines, 
sits a mismatched building of wood and metal. It looks, at first glance, like a tavern and a post office have fallen into a fight with a steelworker's storage unit. Behind the large appendage of grated metal comes the sound of hooting and growling. Looking through the holes, we'd find ourselves looking over an open floor stable with piles of hay and bundles of fur in state of unrest. These cubs of the Albert daycare have not had such a bad winter in a very long time, and some may argue that they may be sensing something that the tiefling owners cannot. Gently padding around the cubs is a huge boulder of muscle and fur fluffles the aging Albert. She has been the, tiefling's, uh, the tiefling owner's beast companion for over a decade, and the greying patches of fur and feather belie her ferocious power. She tends to each cub, making sure that they are cared for and put to rest. Two of which will be our players today. So, <laughs> dear ladies, you have been given a stat block. I have given you very little to personalise, so I apologise. What sort of cubs would we be seeing? Uh, do you have any like ideas in your mind of like what they look like and like what sort of names might they have for the other one to write down so they know what to call you when... You start talking to each other in Albert Cub. <laughs> I probably have more of an idea than Emma. Is that safe to say? Go for it. Sure. Um, so, um, my my little Albert is called Momo. Momo, lovely. Uh, which is Norwegian for grandmother. Um, because my Albert is loosely inspired by. Grams from the Care Bears. Mm -hmm. So she has like grey, white fur, um, feathers on her body. Um, she has a pink blanket that she'll occasionally tie around her neck in like a cape sort of fashion. Um, and she has a, a little flower tattoo on her chest that's tied oh. with a little yellow ribbon. Uh. Yeah. Uh, so that's Again, Momo. That's Momo. <laughs> Lovely. And what about yourself, Emma? My owlbear is called Rupert Tarkington. He is... He's Rupert Tarkington. He has a little leather jacket. He is four years old. And he is a little bit a little bit stuck up for an Albert cub. He's um, sometimes he thinks he's better than other cubs um, and likes to think he's very smart and in charge, but in reality, he's no smarter than anyone else. Um, he has he has quite a grandiose view of himself. He's a little bit not with the accent, but he's a little bit like stewy off family guy because that's oh, the closest God. thing I can find. such a pair. So Stewie <laughs> Griffin and Grams from Care <laughs> <sighs> I like the way you with Gizmo. <laughs> I was originally I was I was also thinking Gizmo from Gremlins at one point. Ah <laughs> oh, yes, Gizmo. 
Wait till later when you meet Mr. Rogers in the middle of the forest. You're like, what the hell's going on here? Um, uh, red cardigan just, and slippers? We're just going for wholesome family fun, which is oh. nothing that 16 Candle Keeps has done before. Because <laughs> I'm the main one in I control. So painfully accurate, it hurts. <laughs> When, when you've got me at the helm for most of the games, there's no such thing as... as anyway, um, so, for, for Rupert and for Momo, you are in this large stable area. You're used to this. There is um, like this large metal grate to the, the far end of the room that blocks off uh, the entrance and exit uh, of the stable that used to be for horses. There is a door down the far end of the the room on uh so if it was like a rectangle the uh the long sides of of one side is the metal grate and then the down the far end from you is a door that leads into the building that links up to the stable um the rest of it is just made of reinforced wood um you find yourself uh you'll find yourself in the 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 company of the litter that frequents the Albert Daycare currently. Um, for those not in the know, the Albert Daycare is a, uh, a reservation uh, that is run by two tieflings trying to breed and um, kind of protect the endangered species of the Albert from adventurers across the country. Um, oh. Oh. <laughs> so, so Fluffles is the surrogate mother for a lot of the, the cubs here. And the cubs are brought Fluffles. in at an early age to try uh, Fluffles, sorry, not Truffles. Uh, I'm mixing things up. Um, fl- truffles is from a different podcast. Um, Did you say Truffles at any point? I don't know. I'm losing my mind. Fluffles is the yeah. surrogate mother for a lot of them. And there's a there's a couple that have been here for a few months. When they get to around the age of two to three years old, um, they start to be uh, weaned off slowly. Uh, those that need to stay here longer will stay here longer. But those that are starting to become up, because around the age of, uh, I think it's five or six, is when they start to become full-sized owlbears. Because owlbears only live for about... 40 or 50 years, if I remember the information Aww. that I did. Um, if and they're allowed are to. human years the same as Albert years? Uh, yes. So you the same length of time, it's just that your life expectancy would be 40 or 50, where a human's is averaging around 80. Um, okay. Yes. There you go. Um, so, as we go on, you are you are currently in the stable. Um, Fluffles, the large surrogate mother, is uh, wandering around, just kind of like checking in on uh, a couple of everyone's in their own little like respective pairs or trios, or some of them by themselves. They just seem to be playing happily. Um, you can see that there's one who sits broodingly in the corner that uh, that never really talks to anyone. Who uh, <laughs> will put Rupert to shame if there was a Stewie off um, called Tyrion? Um, there are a couple of others, uh, two that seem to play with each other and are quite, uh, like bombastic, are these two kind of, uh, lighter third girl, uh, owlbears called Lilac and Bumble. Um, <laughs> trying to remember all the, all the names I give these people now. Um, uh, and this is honestly like being in the Care Bears. <laughs> yes, yes, um... <laughs> And you, you, you see everyone's just having like a, a bit of, everyone's, a, a, all the cubs are a bit kind of like panicked a little bit because the wind's howling through the, the slats in the wood and it's very kind of like off-putting and scary. Normally winters are 
um, fairly cold, so you're used to that. But also, this is bit, this seems a little bit of a spooky one uh, in comparison to normal winters that you might have had over the last two to three years of living. Um, what would you guys be doing um, this evening? Um, Rupert is... I don't, I don't know if you've specified things, but I'm guessing there's toys and stuff in the room. I don't oh, know yeah. if you said that, I missed it. Yeah, there'll be there's like hay for like where you can go and sleep, and there's like some toys to uh, use and stuff like that if you you're trying to exercise in the stables and all that. Okay, Rupert is um, methodically taking apart some sort of toy, and not in a violent destructive way more in a i'm trying to figure out how this goes together and how it works kind of way okay like scientific observation rather than wanton destruction <laughs> excellent just quite happy at the minute just sitting by himself and pulling bits off this um toy excellent what can about I... yourself mama can I pick the littlest owlbear to try and teach how to do roly-polies too? I think the perfect one here is that just because they they <laughs> one of them is famous from where they've been in other games um, Bumble and Lilac are both in awe as they're only like two or three months old looking oh. up at you as this larger owlbear cub uh, and you're kind of walking them through uh, yeah, okay, now tuck your head and roll forward. And Bumble seems to spend most of her time on her head. Um, <laughs> seems to roll, s hits the, the one of the the, uh, the poles holding up the roofing, uh, and just kind of sits on her head, kind of do dozy-eyed, kind of rolling around in that cartoonish fashion. And yeah. Lilac just seems to do those kind of like, a bit like when you were a kid and you couldn't cartwheel properly. Uh, keeps <laughs> putting her front paws down. <laughs> kicking her little leg, back legs up a little bit and then putting them back down and then looking back at you and putting her, uh, like standing up in a bipedal position like, yay! If that's how I start <laughs> cartwheel. <laughs> yeah, that's how, that's how I've... I, I haven't stopped cartwheeling like that. <laughs> I still can't cartwheel. <laughs> I was watching a video of myself doing that to, to describe it. <laughs> well, lovely. Um, so... As you guys uh, slowly but surely find that uh, all the cubs are starting to go to bed and there's the usual evening process of uh, the, uh, the the owner, this red tiefling with uh, grey hair and horns rounded off and kind of like blunted down at the end so they're not the usual kind of like pointy devilish horns that most tieflings have, um, comes out and kind of stoops over and pours some food out into the troughs, everyone makes way for food um he sits and kind of just strokes fluffles for a bit and just enjoys like the is the, is the tiefling a, a man or a woman uh a man this one um i'm gonna go with because obviously um on your character sheets that you've got your stat blocks it says that you yeah. can't speak uh but you understand other animals um you wouldn't understand common so you wouldn't understand when he's been saying things um i will just for the the joy of it just go this is quentin tawny or Quentin yeah, Tarrant. His name is Quentin Tarantorny, excuse me. Um, <laughs> yeah. And his uh, and the Albert Acre is open from dusk till dawn. Uh, <laughs> wow. <Yes. laughs> 
that joke never landed when it first came out. I don't know. Anyway, um, anyway uh, he, he's quite old in his years and he's always been quite nice to you guys as, uh, as cubs uh, and is very caring and affectionate. Um, can be a little stern when you start to misbehave, but uh, seems to have the best of intentions for you. But sits stroking fluffles and just watching you all have your evening and slowly but surely um, everyone starts to get that kind of like food tiredness uh, and move over to their respective like bale of hay that they're sleeping in or whatever they're doing and everyone starts to bed down for the evening he goes off back into the house and then after you've fallen asleep and there's been a little bit of quiet there is a very sudden and ominous noise from inside the building you just hear this weird kind of like almost like a sudden slamming of a of a gate against the wall sound from inside the building you two both wake up immediately to the sound but everyone else seems to be sleeping what would you like to do You hear the noise. You hear the noise. You hear the loud noise. Um. Yes, it sounded a bit scary, don't you think? I uh, I I I I go and investigate. And Rupert makes his way over vaguely in the direction of where the noise was. Okay, so you get up and you start padding over towards the door. You can see, as you walk past the those that you can see, everyone just seems to be very comfy and cosy in their sleep. Not even Fluffles, who's normally quite alert, is awoken by this noise. Um, and you start to pad over and you can see that the door for the uh, house is slightly ajar. Psst! Door! Get into the house! Adventure? Be good. Oh. Be naughty. And she Every gall- day like here she, is like, the same. Gallops over to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't care if she accidentally falls over one of her paws. <laughs> <laughs> Miss shoots and suddenly stops halfway in the living room. Um, <laughs> Um, lovely. So you guys start to head into the uh, into the house, uh, pushing the door open and finding yourself in what would be the first part is the kitchen area that you open to, and you can see that there's this high because you guys are, if I remember rightly, let me just pull up the stat blocks to make sure I'm saying this right. Yeah, you're only small creatures, so you're only about small is about two to three feet tall at the best of times. So. When you're on your all fo- on all fours, you're about a foot, a foot and a half tall, because that's from like head to toe sort of size. Um, so you can see these huge kind of like tables that have been set up for like the humans to uh, the humans and the tieflings that run this place to uh, to uh, make the f- the food that you're fed to you. There's also their own cooking areas because obviously they live in the building, um, and you can hear this like very like aggressive wind blowing from the next room there's a door directly opposite the door that you've just come into um that goes into the next room in the building uh, but this kitchen area seems to be completely empty there's pots and pans swaying gently to the sound and uh, the breeze of this 
wind coming in from the house somehow. Um, is it possible? Because I know we've got stat blocks, so it might not be. But can I do some investigation? For I want to see if there's food in here. Yeah, I was going to sniff. How do we? Yeah, like (laughs) how do I do investigation? Well, um, an investigation is uh, wisdom. It's an intelligence check. However, because you're looking for food, um, yeah. I'm going to say that you're going to use a perception check instead, mainly because uh, uh, you have keen sight and smell as an owlbear. Um, yes. So you get advantage on uh, checking on these things because it relies on your smell or your sight. And is this perception, perception plus... one? <laughs> is this the perception plus three one? Uh, so perception would be uh, your wisdom uh, plus... Uh, so it'll be d20 plus 1. Oh, d20 on the stat one. block it actually says skills perception plus 3. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That, uh, I misread that. So yes, it'll be um, you'd have advantage and it's plus 3 for that one. Okay. In that case, I got a 22. 22. And... Oh. <laughs> advantage, yeah? Yep, yep you've got advantage. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> because with my advantage roll, I got 14. <laughs> Rupert manages. Rupert, I'm just, I'm just taking over narration because I'd already decided. Uh, Rupert uh, sniffs his way to a cupboard, manages to open one of the doors at it, and just starts pouring out loads of food. Um, and he turns to Yumomo and says, uh, "You want food? We have food. We have. Uh, you want? We want crackers. Crackers are here. We have tuna. We have. We have. We have uh, fish. Fish. More fish. Have fish." Want any of this? She's still sniffing around in a cupboard and currently looking at cleaning products because she's. Oh no, Momo! Momo, no! Momo, no! No, no, bad, bad. You want food from this cupboard? What did you love? And she'll, she'll like scamper over. And he holds he holds out the, the tin of tuna to you that somehow he's like <laughs> used his owlbear claws to just pierce the top. <laughs> they are quite strong creatures. I'm by no means going to turn that down. Uh, it's pretty much just squeezed the tuna life, out of the cat. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if not from um, like cl- clawing it open, like the brute force of just like <laughs> pushing it in because it's a uh, it's a um, perforated. Uh, steel sh- sheet anyway, so you yeah. just be popping it open essentially because it's. Co- Imagine he's just squeezed it like toothpaste, and you've just yep. got canned tuna just squeezing out of a hole. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> you, want, you want tuna? You have tuna. This for you. And he holds out a paw that's covered in tuna. She'll lick his paw. That's good. You have tuna. None for me. I am vegan. <laughs> I do not eat the fish. Deface this so much already. I'm so glad we're here doing this. <laughs> it's it's been a long time coming that Albert Daycare gets its first rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna play Quinton at some point just so I could have um this kind of like dragged in, but this is brilliant. I love this. Um anyway. <laughs> you actually, or is this all sarcasm, Steve? To bring to bring the, the story forward though, um uh, as you guys yes. enjoy your, your your midnight snack and have completely forgotten about the, the loud the loud banging noise, there's a sudden noise from the doorway. 
Uh, you hear first like the muffled sound of what sounds like it sounds like f- bare feet slapping on stone, and then the door creaks open uh, from the the opposite side of the room, uh, which is where the the wind and sound was coming from. And, and uh, I immediately oh, throw oh. myself on the floor like um, a rug. <laughs> Excellent. You, you just <laughs> play dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rupert just freezes. <laughs> but don't move. Just kind of <laughs> As you both take your, your defensive stances, um, the door creaks open, but as you look up to where you would expect like the size of uh, Quentin to be, there's no one there. The door opens wide enough for something to come through and then slowly starts to sway back and uh, you bring your eyes down and you see, standing about a foot, potentially a little bit smaller, I'm, I apologise that I didn't do my research for this, but standing in the kitchen looking at you is a beaver. A little brown beaver. Tail just slapping gently against the stone, uh, uh, making that random like barefoot sound that you could hear as it pads forward. Um, and just You're not Albert, you shoot. Hello. Um... I'm, I'm terribly sorry. Um, where are we? Is our home. You are at Albert Dacre. The shoe. Um. <laughs> she looks nice. I, I'm, I, I'm terribly sorry. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I, 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 have you seen a, a very scary wolf lady come through here? A, a, a wolf? Lady? Yes. Uh, a very scary wolf lady. No. No. Just, just, just a can of tuna. And she rolled it up. <laughs> <laughs> from the floor, from her belly. <laughs> um, that, that's good. It means that she hasn't been through here yet there. Um, a terribly sorry to, to inter- interrupt you. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go return to my post. Uh, I just needed to make sure I hadn't failed whilst I fell asleep on the job. Um, no, no, wait, wait. D- don't go. You, uh, um, why, wolf lady, come here? I, I need to go back to the door. Um, I follow you. <clears throat> excellent. And he just starts, starts skittering <laughs> off across the kitchen floor back to the door. Um Momo is following. Um, what about you, Rupert? I will. I will follow, but after shrugging and going, well, if everybody is following, I will follow also. Excellent. <laughs> um, you come to what looks like the the next room would be the uh, kind of like the main service area of the Albert Daycare. There is uh, like a, a standard kind of like countertop where that would be like the reception area is. There's a door that is the main entrance to the building, um, and there is a a stairwell that goes upstairs uh, and another door that goes off to another room on which would be the last room on this floor um, opposite you there is just inside the uh, just inside where the the counter and the stairwell meet where there's that kind of like little five foot gangway that allows someone to walk behind there and act as like the receptionist or anything for the day uh, there is a coat clo- closet and the coat closet's doors are billowing open and swinging back and forth as if a strong breeze is blowing through them. Um, the 
the beaver immediately just skitters over towards this uh, coat closet and clambers back up onto the uh, over the first drawer level and climbs into the closet. What is what is this? I I do not understand what is happening here. Is it the banging noise came from? Um, at the to kind of symbol symbol that point, the door slams again against the wall of the stairs, and it sounds exactly the same as the noise that you heard. Yes, yes, I think this is exactly where the banging noise came from. Why? Asking the beaver this. Um, <laughs> as you, as he's already clambered in, you hear no response. Would you walk over towards the cupboard to, to hear what's going on? Rupert will. Okay, as you walk over, Rupert, you see, and you've never seen inside a cupboard, so you're not sure what you're expecting to see anyway, but you see what looks like a doorway, and you can see like a snowy tundra on the other side of the cu- the cupboard. Where the back of a cupboard for us lot, wink, would be. <laughs> now, I, I do not know a lot about cupboards, but this does not seem ordinary. This, we, we, we are inside, yes? Um, at this point, the beaver's head pokes around the corner of the, uh, the, kind of like the gateway that is the cupboard's back wall. Uh, um... I'm happy to come and have a discussion. I just need to stay this side of the door. It is okay. Um, Rupert will peer around the door. Is he going to get sucked into the snow? No, you 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 kind of lift yourself up and look over, and it's like you've had. There's a gate that allows you into the surrounding fields of uh, the Albert Daycare's like uh, fenced-off area. Um, and there is, in the same way of like a zoo or like a, an animal reserve, where they have those like areas that allows for you to go back into your little hut area. There, yeah. it's like that for you. It's like stepping okay. out on a cold morning um, into this uh, new area. Oh, okay. Oh, brr, I, I do not like. I do not like it through there. Just cold. I am wearing fur coat, but I am also cold. Um, I can offer you Turkish delight. I, d- I, d- I do not. I do, I do, I do not understand this man. What is he talking about? Say to Momo. Um, Momo will obviously climb up, put in, and follow. Um, she'll sniff at the Turkish delight. Um, I hope she knows it's food. <laughs> he, <laughs> I know it's food. <laughs> he nibbles a bit of it and then like gestures towards you in that way that uh, uh, grown-ups do with kids, where they, like, they eat a little bit and showing that it's okay. <laughs> It's okay if you like a little bit. It's very sweet on the teeth, but um, don't tell the wife. Hey? <laughs> Is it made with animals? Uh, no, it's made out of um. I don't know what it's made out of, but it's not animals. It doesn't taste like meat. Oh, okay. I I try. It gives you a little lump. Um, it's just very gelatinous and. Uh, like chewy in your mouth. I haven't it better Turkish... be vegan. <laughs> I haven't no, eaten Turkish he delight. Has no concept of gelatin. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had Turkish delight since I was a kid, so I don't know if that's right. I mean, in <laughs> fairness, in it's in... gelatin in it. Yeah, it's got gelatin in it. That's why I asked yeah. the question. Um, but in in fairness, would we know? We wouldn't. It's just a it's it's a really the sweet beaver's nice explanation. Treat. Yeah, the beaver's explanation of it doesn't have any meat. That, yeah, that's exactly. valid. 
as far as Rupert's concerned, it's not made out of meat, and meat is is noticeable. So therefore, yes. It tastes. <laughs> uh, I'm going again. I, I haven't eaten Turkish delights since I was a child, so I apologise. Uh, I didn't like it, so I can't. I hate even it. With this a no, I hate. I hate it. Although I like the mint one actually, but. We're, we're no. gonna go. We're gonna go with this just to give like an idea for you guys. It's a bit like when you get those treat days when Quentin brings out pork pie, but for some reason uh, it's got too much of the fat and the jelly inside it. The jelly bit. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's like the jelly bit, Worst but like a bit more. I was gonna say it's the bit I pick off. <laughs> I swear, it's when it comes off in one layer like skin. It's gross. <laughs> oh, stop! You're making me cringe. Anyway, moving away from the Turkish light reference. Um, if you haven't got it already, kids. <laughs> Uh, anyway. Rupert um, chews it slowly and thoughtfully because it doesn't taste like meat. He's also never had it before. Did you so put he's the not whole cube sure in your mouth? He what? Did you put the whole cube in your mouth or did you just nibble it? No, he just shoved it in. Oh, okay. I assumed we had one each. Yep. Did we not have one You both had one each. Oh, no, no, no. Is, I, was, I was about to slap it out of your hand because she was about to tell you off for taking candy from strangers. Oh. <laughs> He's not as smart as he thinks he is. <laughs> said this earlier. Um, it's okay. It's I, I, I took it from, I took it from the witch. Um. I've decided he has enough intelligence to know what a vegan is, <laughs> but not enough to know... What sort of stuff constitutes animal? <laughs> so as far as he's concerned, it's just meat. Okay. But also, anything else is fine, but he is a vegan. <laughs> vegan was a very last minute thing that just came out. I hate it when that happens. It's so not dragon like... happened with Vanker. Oh. <laughs> 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 to make sure he stays vegan. So he doesn't know. He's eating the cube of Turkish delight. Um, just nods. Yeah. So you you've asked what's going on to this uh, this beaver, um, <laughs> and like what what is this place? Um, so this is um, uh, uh, um, what is known as um, uh, 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 an elemental plane. Um, this is the plane of winter. Um, it, it, it's normally a little bit warmer than this, but um, the 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 winter the winter witch is angry today. Um, uh, and, and the Lion King has made me, uh, stand the guard so she doesn't try to break out. But, um, uh, I, 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 I seem to be, uh, I seem to be a, a little bit, uh, do dozy on my feet, so I fell asleep, and then uh, I woke up and the door was open, and it came into your place, and that's not normally there in the first place, it's normally just yes. like a... Yes, yes, you, you fell asleep, of course you fell asleep, it is night time, we should all be asleep. We are here, in cupboards into white stuff and eating the tur tur Turkish the Turkish delight. Turkish delight, yeah. Um, and just, learned new words today. Just so you're aware, uh, it's like you've stepped through this uh, through the cupboard into like this kind of like winterish uh, kind of like clearing in the middle of a forest you can see there's trees around you and as you look around there's just kind of like this open square where the the cupboard is um that sits in the middle of the clearing are they pine trees and is there a single lamppost uh there is yes is there james mcavoy in the red scarf <laughs> no you can't see any satyrs or any other <laughs> potentially copyright infringing properties <laughs> <laughs> 
it's really easy to say just a talking beaver is here talking to you because you know talking beavers are anything. synonymous with anything um it's uh, the lion king called simba no, the, lion, the lion king has no discernible name <laughs> wink um, <laughs> <laughs> As last we heard his name. Um, <laughs> well, um, um, yes. Uh, what's an elemental plane? Um, so uh, there, there are places where uh, certain uh, gods and things live. Um, this is the the plane where the the weather lives. Um, predominantly the cold weathers. Um, the, the the queen of the the land is the winter witch. Um, but also um, the the the, uh, the 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 springtime lives here as well, uh, which is where the lion king lives here. But um. They're constantly um, at each other's throats, <laughs> so um, Why? they're they're not the best of friends. Why? They just don't get on with each other. Why? I don't know. Why? Because I do not have enough information to answer that question. <laughs> I'm not doing this to test you, Steve. I'm just being a child. I will I win. <laughs> I will just keep answering. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I actually sound like I'm just being a dick of a player, but I'm just <laughs> being a child. <laughs> if you've been questioned by your players too many times, call this free helpline. <laughs> Pulling Laura out of your ass. Anyway. <laughs> is it is it is it a bit like Susie? She doesn't like Fluffy all that much. Um, I, I wouldn't know either of them, so I couldn't say if it was, uh, but I do know that um, because they are constantly, uh, so she wants to make everything really cold and really dark, and he likes to have kind of like that nice kind of crisp morning feel, and he likes to um, have this kind of um, mildew and cool but sunny kind of thing. Um, he he looks like a she she's kind of like a, a waning moon kind of look and uh, uh, and and he's kind of like a, a a sunny day sort of look with his mane and the sun face and uh, anyway um yeah um I, I I just need to make sure that she doesn't come through the gate uh, she lives and he points uh, down the, the the lone path next to the, the lamppost uh, she lives in a cave down that way if you if you wanted to go see her and. Uh, have a chat or anything like that. I don't. I don't know. Um, hmm. I do not know. You have said she is not friendly, so I do not want to speak to her. Okay. Um, well, uh, I, I guess I'll. Uh, I'll leave you to it. And he, he kind of turns uh, round to go stand by his post by the door, and then you just hear, "Oh, what." As you turn around to go, what? There is no doorway. What? Where is door? Um, that's you, not good. You did it. You kidnapped us. I, um, I didn't ask you to come in here. Um, and he just starts, like, tapping in midair, trying to, like, knock on a wall or something. Trying to you find are going to be the... in so much trouble when Quentin finds you, he will put you on the naughty step. 
I, I don't know who Quentin is, but I don't want to go on the naughty step. I'm, I, I... Then you let us go now. Um, you might have to go see the witch. She's the only one who can open the doors. I thought that she had opened the door. That's why it was um, coming in to check. Um... But now we're going to get sent back to bed with our food. No, no, no. No, no, no. You see? You see, Momo? This is all a big joke. See? This, this beaver has his new staff. His new staff that Quentin has hired because Quentin needs new staff for Christmas period. <laughs> um, <and> this is... <laughs> this is just big joke, yes? This is not, this is not real. This is a dream, and we all wake up in our beds, and then in the morning, Quentin comes in with beaver stuff, and he's all like, ha ha ha, you enjoy my little joke, and we're all like, Quentin, you are ass. It was the tumor, wasn't it? It's made me feel funny. I'm, I'm just imagining everything. Do not, do not panic, Momo. I look after you, I am brave. Does this mean we're going to see the witch? We have to see the witch. And she she'll tie her blanket around her neck (laughs) just that little bit more and try and make herself look great. Rupert winks at you in a very obvious way of yes, we'll see the witch, we'll play along with his game and just give you this really obvious wink. (laughs) Yes, we see witch, yes. No, it's not a sea witch. It's a winter witch. Oh, we, we see the. Never mind. Never mind. Biver. Yes. Really hope your name is Justin Beaver. Oh my God! Please be Justin. I just get to my head. I was just like Justin. Oh, it's it's not Justin Beaver. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it is now. No, it now. isn't. I enjoyed his name myself. Um, oh. Uh, you take us to which? Um, I I can't leave my post, but um, uh, if 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 you follow the the path down that way, um, you'll come across a stream, and then the the the, the doorway to her her cave is the opposite side of the stream. There's a little like uh, wooden bridge over that way, um, and it, it'll, it'll be really nice. I promise. See, you're very good at your job. Quentin give you good appraisal at end of year. Uh, again, I don't know who Quentin is. He what? I missed that bit, sorry. He'll get a gold star sticker on his sticker chart. Yes, you may get raise. I, I, I don't know who Quentin is, but okay. We go, we go find witch. Momo, we go find witch, yes? Yes. Yes. Excellent. Um, and you start trudging off. Before he starts trudging, Rupert flicks the collar of his leather jacket up. <laughs> He's badass. <laughs> Lovely. If he had sunglasses, he'd be flicking yes. those down too. <laughs> that would be crazy. It's winter here. <laughs> uh, well, we didn't know that when we walked through the door. We did not. <laughs> so, uh, so you guys start to walk off down the uh, walk off down the path, and uh, it's about half an hour or so down this path that you come to this uh, bridge across a stream. That you can see uh, that there's a stone kind of like wall, almost like a mountain, stretching up ahead of you on the other side of this uh, uh, of this other side of the stream, and you can see that there are four uh, deer 
that are playing on the other side of the um, the other side of the stream. Um, just make an insight check for me both. That will be a, uh, I believe, doosh, double check my notes. Wisdom. An insight is a wisdom. Insight's wisdom. So if you want to roll and add your wisdom score. I got a natural 20. Natural 20, lovely. 19. Lovely. <laughs> both of you can tell that one of the reindeer uh, seems to be the butt of the joke in this game where the four uh, deer are playing. <laughs> It has a bloody nose, oh, no. <laughs> and it seems to be—they seem to be throwing around like some twig over its head, back and forth. The other three. Oh dear! You see, I made joke because dear. <laughs> oh dear! This is bullying. She laughs because she has no clue. <laughs> <laughs> I just laughed myself and just dribbled. <laughs> I'm glad we're not streaming. <laughs> oh, that would have been embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, should we stop? Should we stop this being mean? Um. Yes, it's it's bad to pick on people. Okay. I'm sorry, is that a deer sound effect we've got in the background, Steve? No, it should just be whist whistling winds and the sound of you trudging through snow. <laughs> oh, no, it sounds like... Sound? Yeah. It sounded like a deer. Yeah. That was weird. Okay, anyway, carry on. Sirenscape. Um, Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it heard the word deer and added one. <laughs> uh, he, um... Uh, what were we saying? So, oh, yeah, should... should Stop them. Over the other side of the bridge, you've got three deer that are circling around one that seems to be trying to catch something that they're throwing over its head um, each time. Um, yes. Uh, they all look um, to be uh, male deer because they have antlers um, rather can, than. Uh, can Momo do her best? Raw. Raw? Excellent. Go for an intimidation check um, with advantage <laughs> because they don't know you're there. Um, intimidation Ooh. would be charisma. <laughs> charisma? Yes. Oh dear. Charisma we don't have very terrible. good stats for that, but hey ho. Um... We have the same stats. <laughs> yes. See, we... yes. Yes. Yeah. Shoot. Oh yeah, of course we do. We clicked on the link. Yes, of course. Um, that was a two. <laughs> two altogether. Um, yeah. Even with advantage. <laughs> oh, I didn't realise we had advantage. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, you've got advantage. Don't worry. Oh, that's a bit better. That was nine. <laughs> nine. Okay. Um, so, uh, just double checking whilst you're roaring, whereabouts are you roaring from? So, you've got this bridge. Um, there are, you, are you coming over and like roaring before they see you, or are you. I was going to be roaring from our side of the bridge, not theirs. Okay. And like roaring across at them. Okay, no problem. And <laughs> can I check what uh, Rupert would be doing just in case on that side of things as well? Rupert is going to shout at them. Okay, so you're essentially roaring as well. Um, Basically, <laughs> yes. Um, so you also can make a, 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 a intimidation check with advantage, just checking. Um, 14. 14, lovely, a 9 and a 14. So you both just start shouting and roaring over the, the thing, and uh, the three... Uh, that are being the bullies in this situation kind of turn uh, all in that kind of like shock deer head turn that um, is synonymous with 
a few seconds before a bullet. Um, hunting season. Wow. Right. Um, oh. Mother. Um, <laughs> where's my mommy? Um, anyway. Um, uh, <laughs> or um, Tesco is getting their dinner. Um, anyway. Rupert is aware that Momo is roaring. Yep. You know when you're roaring, are you just make are you just roaring, just making noise, or are you using words? Yeah, no, she is straight up just roaring. He <laughs> is doing he stands on his back legs and says, I, I say to them what Rupert says when people are being rowdy. Right, you guys, if you can't behave together, then we will separate you, okay? So you go over there, you go over there, and you back to bed with you. Apparently this is how Quentin talks, yes? Um, he's very soft-spoken and Bob Rossish. Um... Not now, <laughs> Rupert do it different. Excellent. Um, <laughs> I mean, you just hear, nah, 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 exactly. because you don't understand his language. Um... <laughs> The Sims. So you start shouting. They all do their deer head turn, and they just shoot off into the uh, the tree line, leaving the one that was being bullied kind of to pick up whatever they were doing, and they kind of look towards you and nod, and then start to trudge off into the tree line. Um, if you would like to go and chat with them, you're welcome to. If you want to just leave them to it, not a problem. Shall we chat with some deer? Putting, I'm putting that to Jade as Emma rather than. Oh, not in character. Okay. Um, <laughs> you want to get talk to some deer? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they've learnt their lesson and they're they're putting themselves to bed now. <laughs> <laughs> As we you, have a uh, mission! <laughs> you, you, you scare off the first combat encounter that would have been you fighting Blitz and Dasher and Prancer. <laughs> um, oh, perfect. and let, what, what about the bloody nose one? We could go check if they're okay. Yeah, that was yeah, the one that kind please. of like picked up uh, stuff uh, and then started to slowly move away. Um, yeah, you go over uh, just like, are you okay? And uh, he just kind of nods bashfully and kind of starts trudging off looking kind of awkward not really oh. talkative oh. Um, I tell joke I tell joke to make to make laugh uh, he what, does, what do you, he what does do you call tricks it? Does tri what? with candlesticks yes tricks with candlesticks sorry that was a Beauty and the Beast reference <laughs> <laughs> the deer turns the ready nose just kind of like dripping gently into the snow below thing about candlesticks. Yes, he, he tells jokes. I do tricks with my fellow candlesticks. Do not think dear understands the reference. Um, I'm really sorry. I just want to go off and get comfortable. Can I go now, please? Okay, you you go, you go, you go. Look after yourself. You put wet paper towel on it. Thank you. Stick it in the no. That's no. the bleeding. Thank you. I'll, 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 I'm going to go and, uh, and west. Um, he just starts okay. pottering off into the... Okay. Um, okay, we cheer up the deer. <laughs> Robin goes <laughs> off. Um, <laughs> anyway. 
Making sure I don't hit any problems. <laughs> so, um, uh, it's because I was going for Robbie the reindeer um, with with just a little bit of change. Anyway, um, as uh, as you you plod closer now, as you've got into the snow and you're looking at this, you can see that there's this huge head that's carved into the stone, which looks like this huge archway. And there's this head that's kind of like gently just stretching out um, in the doorway that is opening into the caveway itself. But uh, the the head's blocking the doorway at the moment as like a stone door. Hmm. This is interesting. Rupert experimentally raises a claw to see if he can like claw the stone away ah so you're going over to claw a thing um you just hit stop that oh, sorry yeah i i just thought we were right next to it that's fine um sorry. it's on the other side of the the clearing area that is in front of the like you're at the base sorry. of this mountain thing the the doorway's there that's fine you go over and start like scratching at it uh, as you go uh, you just hear the the face just look down towards you you stop that please sorry sorry Talks. Are you looking to get into the cave? Um, um, oh, are we looking to get into cave? We, we're, um, we're looking for the witch to help us get home. Okay, that's in here. You want to come in here? Um, I can't let you in unless you answer a riddle. A what? Okay. Uh, a riddle, like a puzzle. I'm, I'm oh, smart. I like puzzles. I'm smart, I'll try to riddle. Okay. Um, so, and he kind of like, there's no hands or anything gesturing, but you could tell if this was a full-bodied person, they'd be like settling themselves, getting ready to tell the riddle. Um, yeah. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. You are in a cold house in the winter. You have one match. It is dark. There is a candle and there is a wood-burning stove. Which do you light first? This is fun, because Emma knows the answer, but Rupert definitely does not. <laughs> There's a level of, like, you know, you can answer your own way. <laughs> this stove? Because you can still light the candle with the fire from the stove. Is that your final answer? Looks towards Rupert. Um. Well, it's a quicker way to warm up than lighting the candle to then light the stove. Uh. Yes. That's what I was going to say too. Stove. I'm really sorry you can't come in. The answer was the match. You light the match that's... first to light the. That that's not funny at all. It's not meant Momo to be just funny. just sits and cries and cuddles her blanket. Oh, no, don't cry. See, look what you did. You made Momo upset. No, just no, just get, don't. I just wanted to get home to no, go warm no, so no. that Quentin doesn't stop me from having just, dinner no, again. No, don't cry. It's it's really awkward. Uh, it, it, it could like it can it can erode your face over years of water damage. Don't do it. Um, could we maybe pretend? Can she just angle like her head in that? way that dogs do when they're really confused <laughs> oh i'm a stone face so i'm used to um the the the, the erosion through water damage uh you're probably not going to have to do that because you're not a stone 
No, she Alba. This um, giant snot bubble as she kind of nods and, and tries to stop herself from crying. Um, okay. Uh, didn't get that riddle. How can we do another one? Um, do um, we maybe pretend we said match? When, when, when is a door not a door? Wink. When it's you. Hey! That'll do. I like that one. And he just, come on in, come on in. And he just kind of, oh, you can see that face of like, oh, thank God. <laughs> As he just swings backwards into the cave. <laughs> Did I just kill Trip a Rock? Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Some might say he had a heart of stone before he met Momo. Excellent. And uh, as as the door swings open and you find yourself looking down a uh, a, a surprisingly warm corridor for a a, a, a stone yes. corridor in the middle of a winterish mountain, um, we will uh, we'll bring this episode to a close and see what happens oh. next week with our uh, lovely adventurers slash Albert cubs as they head into the wintry <laughs> witch's cave. Uma. <laughs> Oh boy. I'm oh, glad Liam yeah. isn't here to just judge us all. <laughs> no, he will listen to this and judge us he all. <laughs> he, honestly, if even playing an Owlbear Cub, he would have been the most cynical old man. Vardwin. He, he would have Al- been Vardwin as an Owlbear. <laughs> <laughs> I sigh and I plod forward. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening all. Uh, come back next week to see what happens inside the cave as we traverse into our Christmassy special. All that want to say bye, say bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to 16 Camera Keeps. Your players were Emma Bamford as Rupert and Jade Liam Pierce as Momo. Your DM was Steve Archer. Background music was created using the Sirenscape Fantasy app. Find more of Sirenscape's work at sirenscape.com. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next week.